because I just studied this thing. Mm -hmm. I um, I have a bachelor in uh, commerce, mm -hmm. uh, and I've been doing the HR. And during all these thirteen years, I feel like I'm not doing the things I like. Uh, since I was a child, I felt always that my place, my right place, is under the spotlight in front of the camera. Uh, maybe entertaining like people, maybe influencing people, maybe telling a story. Mm -hmm. So, um, uh, what happened is I had some. Let me interrupt you there. How did you get into Hitchcock to begin with? You don't fall into the career. <laughs> yes. Um, how did I get into HR? Also, it, it wasn't an intention. Mm. Uh, when I, after graduation, I joined uh, a startup company and I worked as an office uh, assistant to the general manager. And I was taking care of everything, like literally the, the administration, the secretarial, the HR, some accounting things, because it was a startup. And we were like four or five employees. Then I went to another bigger company where I also was taking care of the recruitment and the people and secretarial and administration as well. Okay. So after five years, I found myself I'm doing more HR. So I got I specialized in HR. I, I took another course, course or diploma, as you can, if you can, if you want to say, in HR to be a professional HR. Then I started from there. I left Egypt and I came here to UAE, uh, been 10 years in UAE, uh, doing HR. So this is, this is what I'm currently doing. And what, what was going on at the time in Egypt that you were like, hey, you know what, let's try UAE. You could have gone UK, you could have gone US, you could have gone Saudi, you could have gone anywhere, anywhere. Yes. Do you have family or friends or what? what I used to have some relatives here before, long time ago, from my father's side. Uh, and I wasn't like the person who likes to travel a lot. Leaving Egypt was really uh, a turning point in, in my life. At that time, uh, 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 things were not going very well politically and in the country after the revolution. Yes, I remember. Yeah, that time when I when I left Egypt. Yeah. Uh, and as a female alone with her mother, I don't have siblings, and my father at that time passed away. It was a very difficult to stay in Egypt. So I said, okay, at that time also I had some like difficult time. I said, okay, let's go uh, on a tourist visa to Dubai, enjoy some time, see my relatives, say hi, and... And just when I landed the second day, I want to live here. I don't want to go back again. Because I loved the country. I loved everything. What was it that, that you hit, Yani? Thunder hit you when you got other one? Many things. Safety, the first place. Hey. Safety number one for me. Um, the organization, the people, the service, everything. Everything was telling to me like here I'll be more calm, I'll be more relaxed, I'll I'll be able to be productive more, probably. So yeah, and ten years just 
So do you go back to Egypt to have ijaza or shal or خلاص ما؟ Oh, oh, من مرات للتانية I go back uh, yeah. for some vacation, visit my relatives there, also from my mother's side. Yeah. But does it get any less or less as the years go on, or is it still يعني؟ بالأول كنت كل سنة يعني every every year I have to go and sometimes I used to go twice. But now since after Corona, uh, I've been like three years I didn't go to Egypt. And then when I started um, social media, it I was I'm I'm so busy busy so I wasn't able to go uh, to go to Egypt uh, more frequently like before. And and what was the transition like? So you spent 13 years in HR. And what was the first indication? Did people tell you, hey, you know what, you should be model, you should go on, you should be an influencer, or how did that kind of occur? Um, as I told you, um, since I was a child, I I feel like my place is under the spotlight in, for, in front of a camera, maybe like entertaining people, maybe like telling a story, maybe like uh, acting, um, influencing people. Uh, because I, I was having many talents since I was a child and my father was supporting me in these kind of things, especially the artistic things. Um, then I finished college, I, I started working 13 years and as HR, as I told you. Uh, and most of the time, all of my friends, they keep telling me, Mayada, you look like a TV presenter. The way you are. That's what I was looking for, exactly. Yes. And what was يعني, the, the spark? Because you spent 13 years in, in the UAE, yes. right? You could have Not only looking like, but you have the characteristics of a TV presenter of, or of a social media person or uh, like, let's say, some, some celebrity kind of person who influences people or who leaves an impact in people uh, in, in the smallest things. I feel like I leave impact in every, in each and every one I deal with, and which is really gives me pleasure and makes me happy that mm-hmm. I was able to make this person be influenced by me or imitate me in something, or he changed his perspective or idea because I told him something that yes, she's right, I'm convinced. So that time I had some emotional drop down. And I felt like I want to do something challenging. I want to have a new challenge in my life. I went to study TV presenting. Uh, I, When I immediately sat in front of the camera, I felt so much delighted. Uh, at that time, we were reading newspaper. We were learning how to read the proper uh, deep Arabic uh, language. And uh, it went very well. And then they told us during the course that now it's no more like TV like before. Everyone now on his mobile. So you can start your own YouTube channel or or your social media, probably podcast or program or whatever thing you want to do or short videos. And you can start from there if you want to reach to the TV. I made the Instagram page. And, for, and in the beginning, I was only sharing my lifestyle. It's a motivational kind of lifestyle, and if you find my, my, if you take a look at my uh, Instagram page, you will never find me like showing off my purse or watch or no. I tend to be more simple, and everything I post it has a message 
or it has a motivational thing, motivational quote, uh, something different, something that is um, more simple and can be digested by many people because many people are watching you and not all are the same, not all holding the same degree, not all from the same country, not all from the same religion. So you have to be very moderate, you have to be very meticulous, you have to be uh, also following that you're living in an Arab country. So I started like this, sharing my lifestyle, motivational kind of, and then I started receiving messages for doing modeling, which wasn't intention or in my plan or my scope that time. I started modeling like TV commercials, like uh, music clips, and it went very well. I wasn't expecting that. Uh, photo shoots for some brands, whether here in UAE or in Saudi Arabia, and it went really very well. And during the this process of modeling, uh, I found some brands are contacting me also to promote their brands. Mm -hmm. So again, so from modeling to influencing, like you have to influence people that after you have tried this product or after you have used this product, it's you find that it's a very good thing to be to try it or whatever so things i i went with the flow in this field like from tv presenting to modeling to influencing so when you were when you were getting into the modeling career at the beginning were your friends and your family not concerned about the negative reputation that a lot of the industry carries especially on towards women um not really because now things are totally different and here is totally different for example in back in my country before i remember when i used to tell my mom like i want to be a model or i want to participate in any pageant oh no what are you saying no uh, study 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 she's she was that kind of arab moms who's concerned about the study and the degree and the career life she wasn't that much into the entertainment or modeling or media or this thing so okay i studied i did all of these things but deep inside i wasn't comfortable mm -hmm. that's why i always advise people that if you have a talent don't don't throne it go after it if you have a passion, do not ignore it. Go after it. Because um, uh, really, really, if someone turns his hobby into a job or career, or he will never fail. And it's good that your hobby is, is your source of income. Because you will never get bored. You will never get bored doing it. No, I, I, I hear what you're saying. And I think that's some very great advice for people out there who are interested in potentially either going into the field of influencing or modeling. And my worry is that the, that the industry is, is so saturated right now with, with, uh, uh, media, meet, um, with uh, uh, media creators that I think it's, I don't know if we've peaked or if there's a lot of space. Like if somebody's 14, 15 right now, and they're going, I want to be an influencer. I don't know if that's a, that's a career option for them in 10 years time. You know what I mean? Yes. I, I yes. feel like there's, it's going to peak soon. And then when it peaks and the prices are going to crash down 
on, and I, you see that right now happening in Bahrain. I mean, I, I know models who, um, who, who do like full-time gigs, uh, you know, like, uh, like for fashion show where they have to like wear an outfit for the entire day. They're getting paid for the full day, if they're lucky, 400 dirham, hmm. 40 BD, and that's for your entire day. And that's if you're like, like up there. This is in Bahrain. This is in Bahrain. And okay. uh, this is people who have like uh, 70, 80k followers, which is pretty big for Bahrain, obviously. Hmm. Um, but the, the general model then there, if they're lucky, day rate is 100. Okay. 200. Hmm. You know, that's, <laughs> that's not a lot. Yes, yes. You know? No, it's it's totally different here. Uh, they get well paid because really these people, uh, uh, it's not an easy job. Yeah, modeling is not an easy job. But you have to be standing all day in heels, poses. You have to pose like that. Sometimes uh, you, you don't sleep because you are called to be on set 6 a.m. because you want to shoot at dawn for example it's not an easy job so how did you how did when you first did your your very first mar, your very first gig was it paid or not paid and in the beginning yeah. when i started my page i used to do uh, too much collaborations with like photographers and brands just for the exposures and i used to pay from my pocket to the photo, to some professional photographers to take proper photos for me mm -hmm. And uh, I did this for like six to seven months. And was that worthwhile or you think? It was. Yeah, it, it did was. help. Yeah, that's also, I always advise people that in the beginning, you have to do free collaborations. You have to pay from your pocket just to be there. Once you're there, then you sit back and you say, this is my rate. This is my value. I'm doing this for, for, the, for this rate, for example. You've been doing this now for two years, right? One for year. one year and a half. One year and a half. So how did you figure out your first your first rate? Because I'm imagining your rate in the beginning is different than it is now. Yes. How, so how did you come to that number? Did you sit down and been like, okay, well, my hourly rate at my former job or whatever was this? <laughs> so how did you No, definitely because there is also a market rate for like the commercials. Like sure. you see each and every one how many years he has been there what is this brand uh, uh, what's the value added behind this brand how many hours what are the th the other things that you're going to provide because for example uh, some shootings they they don't provide you the the wardrobe for example you have to 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 manage it your own so this all of these things you will be able to manage after experience and after checking the market and everything and yeah. how did you, you how did you check the market to begin with did you ask photographers or did you ask other models and he just said, hey, you know what, how much do you charge per an hour or whatever? Proper modeling agencies yeah. are the best thing that you can start really? with. Really? Interesting. Yes. Okay. Yes. Because I know a lot of girls, they complain about the modeling agencies because um, they, they, they make them sign contracts that they can only get gigs. Okay. Through those agencies, so they pay to the agency. Yeah, no, 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 no. So, 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 um, they they have a license agreement with the agency, meaning that, Methelan, if you're working with the agent, right, and I own, I don't know, a Toyota dealership, hmm. I cannot just DM you hmm. uh, and say, hey, you know what, come for the shoot. Hmm. You would have to say, nope, you have to contact this agency. Hmm. 
that's okay. the yes, yes. that's the pain Mm-mm. you know Mm-mm. and Mm-mm. for those girls they give up somewhere between 30 to 60 percent mm-hmm. of uh, their revenue over to that agency <laughs> the model that's the dark the mo- side the, of it yeah, yeah the model will never estimate how much the agency took, f- took from from the project uh, mm. itself at the end it's a mutual agree- agreement between the model and the agency mm. so it's up to them but uh, uh, there are like top agencies here in dubai for example you you subscribe in each and every one you have your casting things you give it to them whenever there is a project if it suits you they will send you what's the agency that you use Daya Bitcoin. خلاص قولوا because then you can get your commission down. You're advertising them. Come on. You can then DM them and be like, hey, you know what? I've been marketing you guys. Let's bring that rate down. <laughs> If they are going to give me good projects, I will make uh, promotion. I will make that's, promotion for them. <laughs> that's why I'm, help, I'm trying to help you out. You have to, you know. <laughs> that's why you see, like, oh, they're the best agent in Bahrain. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> well, lucky if you will deal with the director directly but mm. definitely most of them through agencies yeah yeah i i, I mean i've i've i know a few directors from saudi who work with um mbc uh, msnbc mm. and they were telling me about how difficult it is running projects mm. mainly because whatever their vision is for a movie the studio gets involved hmm. and then maybe from your vision if you're lucky you re- get to maintain 60% if you're hmm. lucky if you're very unlucky maybe you maintain 30 40% hmm. and even the casting hmm. sometimes that you don't even get control over Mm-mm. not because the talent is too expensive but yes. simply because the studio yes. or whoever aren't have <laughs> issues with them <laughs> It's but, a very strange industry, yeah. yeah. But again, yeah, we are talking about this kind of modeling because I, um, I want to deliver a message to to those who have a talent in modeling or who aim to be a model to follow their dreams. Don't make it, for example, like your only job. It's also good to have um, multi sources of income. Mm. And modeling at the, same, at the same time, it's like you can call it a freelance job. Today there is a project, maybe you can sit four or five days, there's no projects coming. Or Because now also in Dubai, there's a very high competition. Mm. You have more than 200 nationalities. So you can, I, people can do it as a part-time job, have more source of income. But if you have talent in it, Do it. What's, Do it. What are what are companies looking for in the UAE at the moment? Are they looking for Arabs or are they looking for blonde girls? Depends on the project. Depends on the project? And the product, yes. Because they had like, uh, especially in the Middle East 10 years ago, there was a lot of white fascination. It yeah. had to be blonde, it had to be white. <laughs> Every advertisement. Had, no, here is it's totally different. Had here, Abaya, I remember. Yes. Yeah, yes. Go on, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I, I did uh, some uh, TV commercials for Saudi Arabia wearing Abaya because mm. I have to respect their TV protocol, for example. Uh, otherwise, yeah. it doesn't go on TV. Yeah, <laughs> so we did so. And uh, surprisingly, some of the people that were taking for Saudi Arabia commercials are uh, Iranians and Turkish because they have Arab features. Mm. Uh, they have Arab features. So, yeah, it depends on the project, the products, the requirements of the director. It might be blonde, it might be black, it might be gray-haired woman. Uh, some models are above 60 and they mm. do modeling, which is really giving me very positive absolutely yeah yeah how oh, is, is do you think that the do you think that the money is going to get better or do you think the money is going to get worse 
when you grow older no uh, not just when you grow older but just with time like do you think you do you think you're going to keep earning more or do you think the market is getting so competitive that you're kind of worried you know what what it's going to look like five years i don't think it's going to get more mm. because as you mentioned it's very competitive and it's like a fixed rate if it's if it's going to change if it's going to change on all the criterias Mm. So, like baby model or old gray-haired model, old people, for example, blonde, black, Chinese, Arab, and even some commercials, the Arab, they require, for example, if it's a speaking role, we need uh, Emirati accent, we need Egyptian accent. It depends on the product as well and where okay. this product will be uh, distributed. No, it makes sense. It makes mm -hmm. sense. And where, where, where do you want to follow up? And now you're currently an influencer. Do you want to stay an influencer while doing more and more TV gigs, commercials? Or do you feel like, hey, you know what? I want to be more of an actress. I want to get into movies, stuff like that. Well, why not? Everything, yeah. I like to take challenges. Always, always. I like to... Dan, Dan sorry to interrupt you. Uh, we just had an actress on just a few, just a few hours ago. What was your name? Uh, Miriam? Yeah, Maryam Hussein. Maryam? Hussein? Can you show her the Instagram profile? Oh, I think this is, she's Moroccan? Yeah. Yeah, ah, yeah, 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 okay. yeah. She okay. was mentioning that she used to do uh, TV shows and ah, this kind of stuff. Okay. And she said, halas. She said it's, it's, it's too much work. Um, she's not happy with the projects, too hmm. much traveling. Hmm. For modeling? No, no, for, for actresses. Ah, okay. Yeah, and she said, Halas. She said she's not interested in modeling. I think now she's only doing dancing and singing. Okay. For events. Mm. That's mm -mm -mm -mm. it. So, I wonder. I wonder. Hopefully, we'll have you back on the show in three years' time, and then you can tell me, hey, you know what? I've decided to do movies. Hey, you know what? I've decided to do, I don't know. Well, you, you never know, and I will never know, because as I told you, things came to my life by accident, like, uh, Alhamdulillah, I'm talented, I can do mm. everything, so I can fit in many, many things. I didn't ever even expecting that, expected that I would be a model, mm. and then uh, a music clip model, TV commercials model, and then influencer. Everything came like that, and now after Miss Influencer, so it's it's more responsibility now on my shoulders to to be to know how to be to 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 act like a miss influencer uae is a big thing of course but uh, how, do you feel like do you feel like you lost a lot of anonymity what do you mean by in a sense of uh, before when you when you were when you weren't posting as much people didn't recognize you Yes. And and now I imagine you don't live that life anymore. Now you have people yes. stopping you, saying, hey, can yes. I take a picture? That That's must true. be... Yes, yes, that's true. And uh, also some of them, some of the followers, you felt like they are your family. They, mm. they check on you. Oh, you didn't post for two days. Where are you? We're checking on you. You're okay? Okay, okay. <laughs> so... I, this is the good thing about it. With us, I mean, we're infinitely smaller than you, but for what, I, what I've noticed is um, that some people, because you share so much doing a show, hmm. they know so much about your life that it's almost like it's a one-sided friendship. Yes. In the sense that they know so much about you, but you don't know anything about By the them. way, this is also a very good opportunity to tell people uh, something that... All of the influencers, they share what they want you to know or what they want you want you to know about them. Uh, 
and sometimes it's one or two percent from what's really happening with them of course some people they share each and everything and some people they still have this kind privacy. of privacy let's say for me i like to share all the positive things sometimes i'm in my worst conditions really like exhausted like tired like i have uh, yeah and you find me posting a story singing and smiling to people because i want this energy back mm -hmm. so i'm sending it to everyone and then i switch off the story and complete my my pain <laughs> i don't like to share pain i don't like to share sadness mm. some some influencers they do share this kind of things They're like obsessed with it. i fought together with my husband and he and and i don't like this there's i know a lot of influencers as well who, who just do drama influence yes yeah where yes. they they just they just make fake drama and order to, yes to keep pitching to keep to keep to keep and i feel like that's that must be so exhausting both for the audience and for, for her for, for her he, for her for her because you're constantly yes. thinking yes. what next drama can i make <laughs> and the drama will bring real drama in her life in the end no, that's also because very, very true, because yeah, yeah yeah I, I don't like this i don't like this at all i'm against this i i want people to remember me smiling hmm. to remember me with the positive energy i'm giving i don't want them to remember me uh, uh, lying on the bed in the hospital and taking some vitamins because i fainted in i don't like this just to remember only there's a lot of who do that <laughs> uh <-huh>. yep <laughs> yeah <laughs> Oh my God! So, do you do you? This is the question, the core question that I was wanting to get to is um, the, the. You still, I imagine, when you go to restaurants and stuff like that, it must be that people stop you while you're still eating. Yes. And being like, hey. Yes. How, how do you how do you deal with 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 that? Like, of course, you want to be like, hey, thank you, blah 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 blah. But at the same time, you have food in your mouth. <laughs> and you're like, please. In the beginning. I was like, oh my God, I will, I will not eat again in this restaurant. I will not be, I will not be comfortable now eating in public. But I, I started to understand like, okay, one of the main purposes or the scope of the influencer or, or even the scope of Miss Influencer was like, we have to be real. We have to be humble. We have to be approachable. We have to be, um, yeah humble and, and near to the people they're watching so if you, I, I can go out in the street like probably after the workout and people will take a picture it's okay now it's totally okay with me 100% like like they hide and then take a picture or no not they, like the paparazzi no not like that I, I know people will go through that as well yeah but here in UAE it's not uh, alhamdulillah that we are having this in UAE but in other countries and my home country this is really so bad yes it's in here people are really they don't do this because it's they will be in trouble uh, yes good no no and I, like I, I know the influences in bahrain they say you know i sit down in the restaurant and there's then three guys who are on snapchat just on the next table just taking pictures okay. and then when she goes there and say hey you know I'm, can i just eat what's happening hmm. and they say <laughs> 
that's well, what there are <laughs> there are situations like that where you just sit there and you go yeah he, jesus uh it's like okay you you are public so we need uh, we need to do it we, we do anything we hey. like to without you interrupting us our <laughs> curiosity or our <laughs> mentioning if you want well, have you had any crazy incidents so far well no no nothing yet nothing nothing, nothing you want to say on camera you mean <laughs> <laughs> no really really no. nothing nothing La, i won't believe you wallah wallah no i i remember nothing really like embarrassing happened in the street no not embarrassing but yeah any crazy i had one guy stop me and say any oh uh, you you said this comment i don't like it if you don't, don't like it, keep it in the comments. <laughs> I don't need to hear it from you. No, I, I like my followers because they are very decent. Yeah. I've never uh, saw anything bad on my... Because I take care. Mm -hmm. I take care a lot before posting anything. Okay, they will like, they will not like the message. As I told you, I don't put anything offensive or anything. It's not offensive, but at the moment they complain. The makeup not nice. The hair is not nice. This, this, yani, I don't know. Dress is not nice. Mm -hmm. These heels are not nice. You know what I mean? Yes, yes. Oh, you, you gained weight. You lost weight. Shaka. They will still. They will. How still can say you eat so much and not be fat? You yeah. know? <laughs> See, <laughs> you heard that one a lot. No, no. But the comments coming to me, Allah, Allah, they are very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Keep saying that. <laughs> what's 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 your demographic like? Is most of your followers based in the UAE or around the GCC? Mainly UAE, definitely because I live here, so they are yeah UAE between Abu Dhabi and Dubai. This is the demographic. Second place is Egypt because really? it's my home country, definitely. And I have a very big follow. I I, I got to know from people that I'm very famous in Egypt. Oh really? Okay. How many Aals Omek? Sorry? Is this from Ayat's Ummak? Uh, what do you mean by? So like, is it from because of your 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 mom's family side that they, they tell, no. oh, you know, Sheikha's daughter is Baba. <laughs> no, 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 no. From the followers and from the people in media in Egypt, they mm -hmm. they told me that I'm very famous in uh, in Egypt as an influencer living in UAE or as a model living in UAE. So if I if, got to know that. If, if Egypt, one of the TV channels would tell them Alek, we have a presenter position you would يعني, jump the next flight I don't know I don't know I would have done this if if this is my aim because you know you know Egypt it's like 24 hours non-stoppable media and it's it's uh, the Middle Eastern Hollywood I remember and if you go there it, one million views or two million more than wallah so, but this is not my intention for the time being i mean not in my scope for the time being but yeah egypt is the second place demographically where i have most of the followers uh, iraq as well iraq i have a very big uh, huge fan base in iraq since ever i showed in the last music clip with one of the iraqi singers also they are very nice people mm, mm. um jordan i have also followers too much followers i've never been to jordan i've never been to iraq i want to go one day yeah, me too. Yeah. yeah, I'd love to. 
I've been to Lebanon, I've been to Kuwait, been to the, of course, UAE, Saudi Taban, Bahrain Taban. That's about it. I want to check out what's happening down there in Oman. I want. How about Qatar? Have you? I've never been to Qatar either. Oh, okay. I don't like Qatar, the Muslim. So what am I going to do down there? Oh, strange. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but I've heard from a lot of friends who've, who've gone to Qatar for the football match. They seem to. Mm-hmm. They said it's very nice. They say it's great. Um, they wish. They said the stadium you cannot drink. Yeah, Allah bless the hotel. So you don't have a favorite football team? The only the only sports I I have ever watched that made my heart any beat, believe it or not, is uh, blackjack. Okay. And poker. These are the only two ones. Tablish. <laughs> because you see, especially in poker, you see like a table of guys, uh, sometimes women as well. And this guy, he maybe loses seven, eight million dollars. Hmm. And he just stands up, smiles, and then waves and walks away. <laughs> <laughs> because I always put my Aussie. I don't gamble, but I put it in my Aussie. If okay. I was that man who lost eight million dollars. <laughs> crazy. Oh my God. <laughs> I would not have it. I would <laughs> but for whatever reason, it is the only sports when I've ever watched it, it makes my heart go. <gasps> okay. Have you done any sports in your childhood? Never, never. Never. Oh. Hated it. Hated oh, okay. Okay, you didn't uh, used to play uh, in the neighborhood? That was my favorite thing to do when I was a child. I used to play football in the neighborhood with the, with my neighbors. Oh, my God. I, I like to read. I would used to sit outside when my parents had kicked me out. And I would sit outside and watch the kids play. And I'd be like, no, no, no. Really? No, no, no. Oh my god. I liked sitting with the old men. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I had a fight with my mom when I was like six years old because I had a ballet class and I wanted to cancel the ballet class because I promised my neighbors that we have a match today, our building, and again is the other building. Football. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> So I'm guessing you never liked ballet. <laughs> no, but I regret it. Yeah? Because I like dancing. I did many certifications in dance, fitness, and I'm a person who loves dancing. I regret it. You regret if not I being didn't, ballet? If I, if I didn't cancel that class, I would have a, I would have been a, ve- a very famous ballerina now. But I feel like it feel like you, being a ballerina is such hard work. Everything is hard. Nothing is easy. Now, have you seen the Russian like ballet? Yes, uh-huh. you mean their foot when it becomes... Their feet, their knees, their hips. A lot of them have to walk. You're 40 years old and you have to walk with a walking stick. Hmm. Hmm. That's crazy. Hmm. But uh, Yes. But it's nice. It's a very feminine kind of sport. Don't get me wrong. I like watching ballet. I've watched it in Russia. Hmm. Um, I watched the, the, the summer team, not the winter team, sadly. And I watched Nutcracker. Okay. was beautiful. Okay, yeah, this is one of the famous Nutcracker and uh, Black Swan. Swan. Black Swan, yeah. Yeah, but uh, I've watched I've watched some experimental ballet in London. Hmm. Um, I'm a big fan of the arts. Um, it's nice. So generally, they, they say that that ballet breaks breaks into three categories: the French, the British, and the Russians. Um, the Russians are the most mechanical. 
it's amazing it's it's it, it, it the symmetry the level of dedication the level of practice it is so precise like a swiss like like a swiss uh, uh, watch it's yes. amazing yes the british have a little bit more like like life almost hmm. because Fijian, and their literature more uh, more literature has, yeah. but it has a little bit yeah, any life in the sense of you you, you feel like could perform and their own higher Mm-hmm. The Russian, it felt like standard. Mm-hmm. Like they, like if you buy a knife, I don't know, from Ikea. Mm-hmm. Wherever you go, or coffee from Starbucks. Mm-hmm. It's always the same mm-hmm. coffee. It's always the same knife. It doesn't matter from which Ikea. You buy it from whichever car, Starbucks. That's how Russian ballet was. But French was the one that had had the most flair. Mm-hmm. It had like really that French attitude. Mm-hmm. So That's nice. Yeah. Uh, doesn't the, 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 the ballet performance come here into the, to Dubai? I think it comes in we have now Dubai Opera mm. so it has many of these kind of shows like the Moulin Rouge I remember they did before they did the Moulin Rouge yeah, yeah. Da, 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 da. yes <laughs> uh, and ballet and some like famous orchestras they oh. come here wonderful yeah do you like uh, more the classicals I like I like everything related to arts really yes I love ballet, <laughs> Wallah. But I, I learned this and I think it's a bit also from my father mm-hmm. because he he used to be a oud player and guitar player. Oh wow. And Inshallah. he has a very nice voice. So always the sound of uh, oud reminds me of him because it was the only thing I used to hear at home. Like he wakes up the, uh, wakes up in the morning, he takes out and starts. Alhamdulillah, Afternoon, evening. <laughs> <laughs> so he teached me a piano. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to play piano because of him. So yeah, I took this thing from him. So do you want to get back into piano or khalas and tapped? I don't think so. Yeah. yeah, it's just for only like practicing something classical from now each now and then that can be a kind of meditation. I I feel like if you do something like this, it's a kind of meditation, good meditation. You do something like this. I I, I used to play piano. Uh, my favorite piece was Greensleeve by Henry the Eighth. Okay, you're so deep in. Uh, uh, arts yeah you are um but yeah so uh that's that and i i remember the the joy and the hate of that frustration it's when your fingers don't move the way yani the tempo has to be mm. and you just miss that key where you have to hit like let's say a c sharp rather than a c minus mm. and that's that <laughs> it's, it's that frustration where you yes. almost yani want to just smash <laughs> <laughs> but no one will, uh, will recognize only you will feel oh i missed this uh, this one key but it feels like the whole world can can hear that fuck up. Yes, 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 yes. That's true. When you miss one note, you will feel like, oh my God, people will feel, but no one will even take care. Oh. <laughs> they are listening to good music and that's it. For me, it always was uh, Greensleeve and um, I also loved the piano version of the Disney song, mm. um, Friend Like Me. Okay. Uh, from Aladdin. Na, 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 na. Na 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 na. After the show, I'll, I'll, I'll show you the okay, piece. Okay, please. Yes, yes. It's, it's fantastic. The piano version is just amazing. Mm. Mm. Nice. 
of course, like you, you can also go like more classical, you know, Fairlies, Velik Manash uh, by uh, not Chopin. What's his name again? What's the famous uh, composer again? The Swiss guy? Uh, no, the other one. All dead was death and what was death. That's the one. Thank you. So I, Dan is my memory bank. <laughs> He speaks Hamid. <laughs> but yeah, so you're you're still into big into the arts. Do you like paintings and works as well? I used to paint as well. Really? Yeah. Uh, also, uh, during summertime, my mom used to send me to the workshops because I love drawing and I took it after my father as well. Uh, and one of my wishes was to go to the uh, Faculty of Arts and study arts there. But I did something and I'm very slow. Yeah, you can take from me a very good paint in three days, but three, four days. That's pretty fast. But yeah, that time in the exam, you have only three hours to do two paints in the exam. So I invested in one because mm. I'm very slow. And I thought that, okay, they will see this one. They will be impressed because I cannot start in the other one. And only the exam is three hours. And I failed in the exam because of this huge mistake, which should not happen. They leave one, 50% of the marks is on this and 50% on that one. Maybe maybe it's a, maybe it's your expression of an artist that they have the black ca blank canvas, isn't it? Have <laughs> 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 you thought about that? <laughs> By that time, I already uh, uh, was eligible to go to Faculty of Arts because I was 95% uh, out of 100%, which which sure. um, yeah, I'm qualified to go, but only this mistake, which I have done in the arts exam, made me fail. And I was, I had the chance to repeat the exam, but you, you don't know what happened that time. I, and I don't know what happened that time that made me say, no, I will not repeat it. There was Just another things. football match. Mm. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> that time my father sat with me and he told me Mayada, I will advise you just go to this kind of university which is commerce because I think business is good and uh, it's safe. To, yeah to study this kind of thing it's like will never be uh, like what you what you say business is always there Taaf Oboi almost said the same thing to me because I wanted to he, he went to physics and I wanted to go into either uh, chemistry or biology uh, or maybe physics I think at the time I was deciding uh, oh yeah I was deciding between four majors I was deciding either to go in psychology sociology physics or biology and um, I wanted to go into into the research side now and I remember I had that discussion with my dad and he said, Shof, Hamad, uh, do you want to be the one who begs for money or do you want to be the one who gets to choose where the funding goes to? Hmm. And he said, if you want to choose, go into finance, go into business. And that's how that happened. Hmm. It's, it sucks, but if you're, if you're a researcher in a university, hmm. all you do every year is beg for funding in order to fund the next project to go and research. Yes. That's... Mm. And I know from my ex, uh, she did her doctorate in neuropsychology mm. and she was looking for funding from her university for almost two years. Okay. So she was stuck getting a base salary from the university, very little, and she wasn't even able to research anything. <laughs> Sucks. Yes. No, what's good about my, um, my father that time that he convinced me that this is the thing and he even... Uh, uh, 
asked some of his friends to speak to me, which their, their children studied in the same university. And he gave me all the, you know, the proofs that this is the best thing mm-hmm. and I'll leave the choice for you. I did what he said and it was one of the best choices. Usually he does not force me to do anything I don't want. He was the kind of person that let her do whatever she likes, let her do the things that she that she loves. Uh, she let her take the responsibility of her actions and th- that was one of the things that made my career. Yes. Interesting. Now looking now looking back on it, would you have still chosen the same major or would you have changed majors? I would have changed major because media. I was yeah. Yeah, obviously. Media, yeah, media probably. Uh because because yes, because this is what the, this is the thing that I'm passionate about. See, this is the interesting subject that I wanted to get into you with a little bit because I've I've had uh I've had models on the show. I've had uh, act- Bollywood actresses on the show and they often talk about how difficult it is to be in that industry, the expectations that is on them, and often about how, I don't want to call it how black the industry can be, but it can be also very, very difficult, you know? Hmm. And um, Pavlin, uh, who's who's who, very nice lady who came on the show, she talked about how even now, after being 10 years in the movie industry, uh, she gets. She still gets. She gets. She still gets requests that are just totally wrong. Hmm. You know, come meet me in this bedroom. Come meet me there. So this is this is this, the point of it. And I was wondering in 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 your haya that what you've experienced so far from the GCC perspective, did you find the same thing here or not so much? No, not so much. Not really? at all. Really, it's totally different here. This, and this is what is good about Dubai. It's very. Because you must have heard stories, especially yes. from Egypt. I cannot believe it. Egypt is really. This is. Really I cannot happening. believe it. <laughs> no, I, I I I admit this is happening in Egypt, and this is one of the things that really put this stigma in in the media and in the. Uh, 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 TV and act to acting field because this it's is why there. the parents are worried about their daughters going to that's why it. my mom and wasn't allowing me to do this thing exactly. and she's right until now this is happening mm. that's why I prefer to stay in Dubai because this is not happening at all they 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 only choose you based on your talent based, based on your specifications that matches the storyboard of the things they are shooting for they will never take you because you are uh, that name or that worth or that no 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 nothing or because you did that to me or because i okay and uh, uh, other apart from the wasta is the thing that you are saying that you have to compromise for other things this is not happening here and if it's happening it will not be like very obvious or very like everything you have to do is against this thing it's so it's it's not happening here well, this is I mean, what i this, like about here this is the next well, i mean we're happy to cut this out or whatever you can we can talk about it afterwards um but 
Ah, uh, you cut already now? We can we can cut. We ah, do it in okay. post, and then you get an audio or a video, ah, whatever you want, okay. and then you can watch it and tell me, Hamad, please remove this. Hamad, keep this. Mm. Ah, okay. So I think is... we will focus more on the things that have a message, right? You usually I see you putting whatever things. you like, ah, whatever okay. you like. Yeah, yeah, like the funny things and the things that have message, so that people will know that. I I am <laughs> so much keen. You know what? That people because it's a very nice opportunity. I'll tell you why. Because people think that models. Uh, or influencers are just a pretty face mm-hmm. and they are showing off like their their uh, as I told you before their outfit or their purse or their watch or their beauty or my hair today is nice it's not like that it's not like that and I don't like to be put in this image like I'm only just a pretty face I don't like this because I have something deep inside and I have a message to people and I want to motivate people and I have a very good personality that people can can can, can, can we are with. so different you know that <laughs> we are so different me We're and you so different me and you absolutely Why? if I had a pretty face Wallahi ala hayati I would I would not Messages and all this Shaglat I would No way No way 100% I would do it for the money Make as much as I can For as long as I can No way Hamad No Absolutely Let the philosophers Worry about the message No no Not even on influencing And social media Even in In real life In my personal life I don't like People or the other gender to deal with me like I'm just a, a beautiful face or a beautiful body I don't like that I have a personality I have a character I have something good I have a pure soul you can deal with I'm loyal I'm honest I'm many many things I'm not just a pretty face I don't like to be put in this uh, image most you, of the time do you, do you feel like a lot of people just treat you like a pretty yes, face yes how, yes how do you feel that way they don't ask you for opinions they just say Ta'ali now what's so with this what do you mean by like opinions like yeah like if if for example if we're shooting something hmm. like an advertisement do you feel like they just tell you and that's it and they don't ask for you know what do you think about this line can you say it better you know what i mean no no there is some direct depending on the project like if you are doing fashion you are forced to show for example the kind of thing that you're wearing or like the brand you're show you're modeling for but if you are shooting like music clip or TV commercial which has uh, like a speaking role yeah there is no kind of negotiations between you and the director and he has to be like that so that the he keeps the positive energy in the setup and he allows you to be at your best and say it in a, in a very better way and he he sees you he see your language he, he see your character and that time he can come up with a different idea okay say it like that you're, that's so interesting because because in the West, especially when we're talking about like bigger directors, um, Kubrick, for example, he would make you do a line 148 times until you've said it the way he wants it, with the expression he wants it, with the energy that he wants it. He will push you and push you and push you and punish you and punish you and punish you, and, punish you, and he will go around and tell the crew, "Don't talk to her." That ghoul has shay. I don't want one person in the whole crew to talk to her. Let her know that she fucked up. And oh then, my God. yeah, he 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 made he made he made a lot of people have mental breakdowns on the set 
but he's known as one of the greatest directors on the planet. This is in U.S.? Yeah, However, I've, I've um, dealt with many uh, directors from non-Arabs, like from South Africa, from U.S., from U.K. They come here only for shooting the project and they go back. They're not here on a full-time thing. Mm. They are very decent, or probably because we are in Dubai, they cannot do this exactly. there. Yeah. <laughs> and they're not Kubrick. I mean, uh, Alfred Hitchcock used to say, um, actors are, are, are lambs to the slaughter. Yani if, if I don't like your acting, <laughs> so that's how Hitchcock was. And Tarantino would, would yani he would ask you to read the lines. Um, and if you did khata or you paused in the wrong way or anything like that, he will yell at you. Not just yani sawt kida ali. He will damma alek. Yani he will fashil kida manas. Oh my god! And that was that's how he did it. Mm -mm. You know, and he did kill Bill. Mm. <laughs> it's, I, I don't not, know. Yani, I, don't I will know not. The, uh, I I will uh, not go to Hollywood anymore. Yeah. It's it's very strange. Yani, it's it's the demand that like some more the bigger directors. They don't care about your opinion, hmm. and they don't want to hear your message. They just want you to show up this waqt, say these lines, say it the right way, let's move on with our day. <laughs> so and at different. the end, the, the project is successful. It's like... Who knows? <laughs> the Who revenues knows? is top high, and because because all of these things they definitely affect the final uh, product output. Yes, like if it's a, a movie or it's a music clip or it's a TV commercial, this kind of vibes inside the setup will definitely show in the end like something is not nice happening or it's not in a perfect condition. Because uh, the, the 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 smart director should maintain the f the, the the friendship and the uh, respectfulness for everyone in the setup. It's very different in the in the U.S. You're only as good as your last movie. Hmm. If your last movie was a flop, you're a flop. If your last movie was great, mashallah, what a star! She can do no wrong. You know, it's, it's so different. Hmm. But yeah, you think you're going to Hollywood or Bollywood? No, if or this Toywood? is the case, I will not go to Hollywood. I don't no. know. Nah, I don't think so. <laughs> Dubai, yeah, only Dubai. <laughs> well, is Dubai? Are you finding in the last thirteen years that Dubai is doing more production here? Yes, that's yeah? true. Yeah, and also some of the surprisingly some of the Saudi Arabia's TV commercials and Egyptian commercials as well are being shooted here in UAE. Yeah. This is the this is the part we can we can we I think we probably will have to cut out. But um, the thing I hear a lot from Bahrain when they when we talk about media production here in the UAE, they say it's all run by mafia. They said in Pakistan mafia, Indian mafia, Saudi mafia, whatever in UAE with production. So they will only give contracts. They will only hire within their pool. You mean the, the the actors or the models that will be working on this project? Including cameramen, including uh, uh, production design, everything and everything. Okay, yeah, this can happen on the yeah, as you as you the mentioned, the makeup artist, the stylist, the mm -hmm. the but but when it comes to the actor or the model, the storyboard will only decide and the director. Interesting. The nationality and the look and the, the skin tone, everything. Mm. Sometimes uh, like a, a, a little 
like lift in one eyebrow might not you might be selected for for it or might not be selected for interesting. it interesting okay but as you mentioned it's it's like that there is like a gang the pakistani gang the indian gang the egyptian gang and everyone is like helping his, his other ba- gang ashabu <laughs> wasta yes it's it really interesting because in 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 bahrain it's it's fascinating because especially from a production house perspective shooting stuff and blah 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 bahrain companies will not hire bahrainis they will hire a saudi company who then will hire a bahraini <laughs> to go do the shoot really yeah it's it's really 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 bizarre and mm-hmm. you find that i don't know why bahrain operates like that mm. but that's what happens and i i was wondering if 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 uae has the same that, that a production house has to hire some has to go through saudi or through bahrain to, to. i think the reason why they are still shooting the saudi arabia tv commercials here in dubai is because still there they are they didn't have the the mentality or the culture that we uh, we can be models i mean mm. the saudi arabians girls yeah, yeah, yeah. like or here guys, we yeah. have emirati models in our in the shoots I go to the set to the set I find the Emirati models or Emirati actress but there I don't think still they have this exposure they have actress and actors and actresses they have singers but models I think it's still very rare خليني اقولك اسالك شيء بالبرايفت this is something I noticed in the last couple of times I've been in Dubai is el people are very strange in terms of Yeah, one, everyone is rushing. Thanian, I only noticed this yesterday when I was walking down. There's no benches anywhere. So if you're 65, how are you walking? Yes. You know? Yes. And 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 especially in the winter months. Now, okay, the weather is nice. But if you're 65, there's no way. There's no way you can walk uh, three, five kilometers and, and not have to sit down. Uh, and the other thing I noticed is is el, 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 el rudeness hmm. there's a lot of rudeness especially in the hmm. uh, that that I'm just not used to hmm. يعني, in Bahrain is but are you sure they are real Emiratis because now you will never identify by the way some people they say maybe. I'm Emirati and he's maybe. not maybe 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 he's just recently got the passport maybe. and I I regret these people who are just got the passport and they, they start dealing with this way since you know what I mean exactly you know yes, exactly yes. what I mean real real Emirati mm. are totally hundred percent يعني I would prefer to deal with this kind of people they are okay. really some a sample to be dealing with the real real Emirati but the people who are like mixed from here and there or just got the passport because of some way or another yes yeah. these people they are very bad example because I was I, when I was I would shock me I was in the airport for waiting for a taxi and No, 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 no taxi. And I, I looked at him and I was like, We're not on a farm. <laughs> You're not يعني, dealing with animals. <laughs> Some people who are born and raised in UAE from Arab countries, they are able to pronounce the Emirati accent very well. Yemenis, they are able to pronounce and dress like the Emiratis very well. So you will never identify. Yeah. Okay. The way the, when he start dealing with you, mm. his manners you will identify that this person is a real authentic emirati 
the he's the, he's a real sincere Emirati, not the one holding the passport. And I'm Emirati and start giving a bad image on the Emirati passport holder. No. Okay. So yeah. The, you know what I'm talking about. Yes, they, yes, yes. I, sometimes, Yanni, you you're, you're sitting there, or even at restaurants at times, Yanni, some people are so rude. And you're you're shocked that this is happening, and yes. we're this is this is not basic. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm so surprised. Unfortunately, yes, this is happening, but uh, from other nationalities. Mm. Yes. Because this is this is uh, I I could I could not imagine it in in Anetsa with Jubail or Dammam. Mm. If you would act like this, my God, your family would beat you. <laughs> so I, I don't know. It's fascinating. It's fascinating. So you've been here now for 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 almost uh, 14 years. Oh, 10 years. 10 years. Yeah, 10 years. And it, and in the 10 years, a lot has changed. Yes. Uh, how are you finding it, my living condition, Well, I've been the, the ten years. I've been all in uh, the, all, all the ten years. I've been in Abu Dhabi only. Mm -hmm. I come only to Dubai for like shooting or uh, or just entertainment or like this. But most of the ten years, I've been residing only in Abu Dhabi, and I like Abu Dhabi. I Abu heard Dhabi a lot of people say really amazing, amazing. Uh, but it's Abu the Dhabi safest country, safest city in the world. Mm. Abu Dhabi is the safest city. It's ranked the number one safe city in the world and you don't have any you don't have nas uh, uh, like. whistling there is there is, there is. <laughs> don't ever take these people for granted even these people don't ever take them for granted <laughs> okay and does this happen also when you're wearing abaya or shazi kida like we are not forced to wear abaya no 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 i'm saying do you still get whistled at or approached to shazi kida when you wear abaya uh, yeah yeah really yeah. interesting yes yes because in, in bahrain i know a lot of girls deal with it mm. and had to when they're out with their family uh, people approach them okay give me your snapchat and he's but it happens and and uh, yeah I remember someone before in one of the malls I was shopping and literally each and every store I go inside he's following me I come I come out from the fitting room he's still there and he roams around I, I enter this store he's still there I told him come hold these bags do something better <laughs> go buy <laughs> hold these bags for me go and buy these you want stuff. to you, you want to still uh, follow me hold these bags for me the shopping bags that's why I'm telling you, don't take them for granted. You might need them one day. Yeah. <laughs> this is a lesson like for the him. <laughs> this is a lesson for him. I'm surprised you didn't let him just buy your stuff and halas. Thank you, Ella. Bye bye. But I don't know. Do you, do you, do you, do you, was it? Where do you find it worse? Do you find it was worse when you were growing up in Egypt, or do you find it here that you get more cold at? No, I I I like that I was raised in Egypt because back that time it was uh, it was the perfect condition mm. that time, like the way I was raised I I like and I, I appreciate uh, uh, really 
about the the way that my parents raised me back that time in Egypt. You weren't worried going out at night at that time, you know, 13 years not ago like or he, 10 years not, ago? Not like here in UAE, for example. Here in UAE, if you go out 5 a.m., no one will tell you where are you going or... Yeah. Yeah. But, but in Egypt, it's totally different. Like 10, after 10 p.m., a, a girl cannot walk in the street alone. Because this is how people, really? this is their culture. So interesting. This is their culture, not only about safety. It's okay. the culture there. But here, it's totally different. Here, um, even like uh, safety, I always tell people here in UAE, I can block my table in the food court with my wallet. Mm, mm, mm. No, I agree. I am looking, I agree. I can go to a Starbucks and I can leave my laptop on the table and my phone and I don't have to worry. I'm going to the hammam, and they're missing. I could not do that in the UK. Mm, mm, mm. We cannot do that in Egypt. Really, that bad yes, as well, yeah. Yes, yes. Jesus. Because many, many, many things that is totally different, and that's why they are like that. The number of population, the how big the city is, how cultured the city is, the leadership as well. Mm-hmm. Like here, mashallah, we have on each emirate we have we have a leader, and then we have His Highness Sheikh Mohammed bin Zayed. But in Egypt, he's only one president ruling the 27 uh, cities alone for like almost 120 million population there. So I do understand we still need to learn more from here. Yeah, I don't think it's easy to do these kind of things, you know, because you need to have a lot of security. You need to have a lot of engagement. Yes. You know, and... uh, I mean, rules, new rules. Just you have to be more creative. Here in UAE, every minute there is a new rule. And you can ask me, I'm an HR, like literally every hour there is a new rule. There's a new law. Yeah? Yes. How do you how do you deal with that especially? Because that must be crazy. You can do this yesterday. Yours, you could say, okay. I got used to this. It's really crazy and it's really uh, too much pressure. It's exhausting, I can imagine. And stressful. But in the end, when you do understand that this is the vision of the ruler and you find that this is really beneficial for each and everyone living on this land, you will do it happily. In your experience with HR in the last 10 years, here specifically, uh, did you find, did you find where are the most of the conflicts happening? Is it between a female and male staff? Is it between boss and employee or direct supervisor? Where do you feel is the friction? There is conflicts in each Mm. and everything. But the worst kind of conflict I usually see, and I feel so bad about it, is the conflicts between people from the same nationality. Okay. This is one of the worst conflicts okay. I, I deal with as an HR. Um, and also at the same time, um, HR is exposed also to the, like, uh, the family problems that happens, like, they come to me and they tell me their what's happening in their in, at their home for example uh, uh, yes. sometimes i hear stories that really makes me like what you say shiver from it yeah see this is my conspiracy brain because being being running a factory شفت عيوني على طول تقولي بنتي ما يرضى 
وين الصوا؟ والله يا ريت تكون بس لحد بنتي مريضه مرت حرفيا بسمع قصص يقشعر لها شعر البدن قصص اسريه بتحصل وكله بالاخير بيصب عند الاتش ار هاو دو يو نو اف اتس ريل اور نوت هاو دو يو نو اف اتس نوت يعني افتر 13 ييرز بينج اتش ار يو كان تيل هوز فيكينج ات ان هو هيز ريلي سفرينج فروم فروم ا بيرسونال اور فاميلي بروبلمز اند فروم 100 هاو ماني اوف ذيم وود يو ساي از فيكينج اند هاو ماني از يعني سيريس فيري فيو ار فيكينج والله ذات ذات ساوندز لايك سمثينج اتش ار وود ساي يس 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 فيري فيو ار فيكينج اند اند يو يو سيد وان ثينج ذات اتش ار اولويز وركينج ان ذا فيفر اوف ذا كومباني ذيس از ذا ذا ديفلش اتش ار بت ذا رايت اتش ار از وركينج اون بوث فيفرز to guarantee the the employee rights and to guarantee the company rights to protect the company rights in other words this is the right hr we can cut the segment out of course but i can promise you one thing from from my company if my hr would tell me i'm trying to protect the employees rights and the company's rights they would get the ass kick out the door as quick as they can swim the head <laughs> from from legal to hr to everything your blood oh. is for the company and your priority is to the company i don't care about anything else no. there's an there's an issue somebody is doing something khata sasakan bishghal I don't care. Your priority is the is the company. It's about to do whatever. No, no, because because in front of Allah, you will be asked for for His right, the the, the right that you did not give to Him or you did not protect it uh, for Him. Mm. But uh, when I the 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 between Anna and Allah is something that me and Allah will have to deal with. This is the I have to worry no. about profitabilities. <laughs> this is finance people thinking profitability. <laughs> That's why I say we can cut this section out. But this is a, this is yani my my that's how my brain functions. Mm. Yeah, it's more uh, practical, like oh, iron fist. Mm. Mm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you do you want to do you want? I mean, this is the interest. I have two really interesting questions that I I also want to ask you. One was, do you feel like your persona? of your inf- of your influencer persona has started taking over your personal life uh no not yet yeah. N- not not at all and i don't think it's going to happen because uh what i'm doing is really my life this is my life this is what i'm doing i'm not faking anything i'm that multitask multi-talented person i'm that humble uh, cheerful person i'm the one who likes always to share positive things uh, to be uh, next to positive people to uh, motivate people i'm that kind of person so it's not exhausting and it's not taking from my life anything because this is really my life interesting but but like and this you- is one of the things that uh, miss influencer competition was was therefore like the scope of this competition was like not like any other normal pageant like you have to be uh, extremely uh, massively beautiful and you have to be 50 kgs and above 170 it's not like that at all okay you have to be presentable you have to be good looking because in the end people they need to see something good something elegant sitting there something classy but at the same time It's focusing on the personality, mm. the uh, how much knowledgeable you are, mm. how much talented you are, how much creative you are, how much you can leave fingerprints and impact on both social media and your audience. Mm. 
so it's it, and it's more exhausting and more deep than any any other pageant because any other pageant okay you have to be knowledgeable you have to be able to speak very well but not to that extent not to the talent and creativity and humbleness and uh, to be simple even in the in the like like the captions you put or the stories you share or the language you speak you have to simplify it to the maximum because you have audience from different cultures you have the literate and illiterate you have the phd holder and the high school graduate you have many religions so you have to be very simple so that your message reach to each and everyone watching you Mm. So this this is what I like about Miss Influencer. And and when you you brought something very interesting into the point where with Miss Miss Influencer, uh, how many how many girls were at the time competing? So amongst uh, one thousand two hundred applicants, mm-hmm. uh, they accepted uh, one hundred. Mm-hmm. They gave some assignments to these one hundred. They shortlisted them to fifty. Mm-hmm. Then another assignments were given. Uh, to this uh, uh, 50 uh, assignments in terms of like you have you have like some brands you have to promote them in a very creative way you have to uh, uh, make some creative content about women empowerment and awareness on social media usage uh, and they will as, uh, evaluate you on these based on these assignments and amongst from the 50 they shortlisted 25 then 15 these 15 the top 15 influencers they were we were sent to a boot camp for days where we attended some classes mentoring classes uh, public speaking classes um, performance on stage classes then they selected top 12 these top 12s to the finals which is on stage then they assess you on the live performance, like the walking, the, the talking, the, the ability to answer and engage with the audience, all of these things. And then pick me. Well, congratulations. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. How, how, when you, like one week before the, the, the final result, Habibti, how much did you feel like you were going to win? To be honest, the competition was really, really high. Each okay. and every one from these 12 is totally different than the other. Each one is talented. Each one is creative in her own way. Like the one which is talented and creative in the fitness. She's a fitness uh, figure. The other one is uh, so uh, so much into like, uh, let's say, um, the psychology kind of uh, um, content she's doing. Like uh, uh, talking about, uh, let's say... Uh, what you call it um yeah the psychological things psychological mm. content she's sharing other uh, travel she's a travel blogger for example she's able to show you different countries and cultures each and everyone she has a talent in something so the competition was really high so you all the time you are under the stress that i might not win because really all of them they deserve all of them are talented all of them are creative but in the end or at the end I'm the winner the, the jury they have a standard a checklist this checklist okay tick 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 she's 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 having all the checklist or she's having all the things that our vision has so she is the one eligible so we, we had uh, two runner-ups we had the, the second runner-up and the first runner-up and then the Miss Influencer and I'm sure that they have selected the most people that are the best qualified with the yeah with matching the, their checklist mm. 
I, I, the reason I bring this up and asking like this precisely is because what Arnold Schwarzenegger used to do for his competition for uh, Mr. Olympia, he would go to his biggest competitor that he would feel. Uh, who was his competitor at the time, Danny? Rue Ferrigno. So he would go to Lou Ferrigno, and this is maybe like three or three or five days before the competition, and he would be like sitting with his dad, Lou Ferrigno, and Arnold would come in, sit next to him on the table, and he said, you know, I've already told my mom that I won the competition. Um, I didn't want to disappoint her, you know, she's sick, so, you know, it makes her happy. So, you know, I gotta win. <laughs> So that's all he would do is just get into their heads. So the day of the performance, did he really do that? Yeah, is that nice? He he won, uh, I think, eight times, Mr. Olympia. That's yeah. he's uh, Arnold was not. Yes, Arnold yes, was incredibly he's, competitive. Yes, he's the idol of this Mr. Olympia, and he's the one who's able to vacuum his stomach. Stomach in. Yes, yes. It's until exactly. now, no one. I, what I've heard from my personal trainers that no one is able to do this vacuum thing now because of the steroids they're taking or the the the. The human growth hormone, the, the fake, the fake uh, supplements that now in the market, no one is able to do this vacuum like Arnold uh, used to do it. Well, he he himself he hates. I mean, this is the thing. A lot of bodybuilders today they go like, oh, you know, Arnold, bah, 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 bah. because Arnold always complains and says, you know, these men, how can you be a bodybuilder? How can you have good physique if your gut comes uh, uh, out of your waist? Hmm. You know, hmm. and a lot of bodybuilders go, what do you know? Your muscles are so small. Look at my big muscles. <laughs> you know? so, they, so they hate each other. And um, okay, so you mean that it's like uh, the the physique against the bodybuilders? Yes. Because this is a competition, and this is a competition. Yes. So now Arnold is uh, the Arnold Olympia, is what they call it, um, is more like swimsuit physique. Hmm. Right, at least from the 70s, from Arnold era, mm. uh, modern bodybuilding now has become so about size and volume. Mm. Like if if you look at any of the Jay Cutler and stuff like that, their their biceps are bigger than their head. Yes, it's two Crazy. different competitions because Absolutely. also we have Big Rami in Egypt. He won it twice. Yes, uh, I think Big Rami and this kind of competition. We have him coming on the show, by the way. Ah, uh, really? Yeah. And oh, that's nice. So um, you want me to ask him about his drugs? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, please. <laughs> what is he taking to be, to be that big? So uh, this is bodybuilding, and there is the physique, the physique where they are like fit and smaller, and they have this. Uh, and in, Dubai now has has physiques. I think. Dubai Muscle Show. Yes. You're right. It's yes. only been for the last two years or something yeah, like that. More than two yeah, years. but it's not been very long. It's not been ten years. It's it's mm. only been like two or five or something like that. And in Egypt, also many many things because also Egyptians are are very. Uh, but I think you can't have bikini though. I think it's swimsuit. For men, for gents. No, for women. No, we don't have. Uh, we had a guest on who... who really? Who Maybe she was competing outside Egypt, but we don't have for females. From from the UAE. Danny, Danny, can you look that up for me? me? Yeah, it was in the UAE. Yeah, can you, can you look up what the name was? Not her, the, the show. There is, there is. It's only been for two years, but I think she was telling Maybe me... Maybe the show? There is... There is a show here. In the no, no, no. I mean, the show is... The, the name of the show is The Show. The show in Egypt where Lazar, he was uh, one of the judges there, if you know Lazar, this, uh, uh, he's from uh, Bulgaria, mm -hmm. yeah, he's a very uh, famous uh, fitness model.
That sounds yeah 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 yeah. I think I know what you're talking about. So you, do you go? Do you worry a lot about physique? Do you do training just to look healthy, or do you do training because you want to have a certain look that you're after? Well, to be healthy, to be fit, and to maintain my body shape. Is there a kind of shape that you're you're looking after? Is there like I don't know, uh, uh, Kylie Jenner? Is there like a kind of body no, shape? No, not that you... like no. I don't follow this kind of things. I only do whatever suitable for me. Okay. Yeah. So you don't have like you don't have like a perfect body in your mind. No, no, no. Because I've been doing sports since I was ten years old. I've mm-hmm. been doing sports since I was ten years, and I literally did each and every kind of sport you can imagine. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've been always fit since I was young. I I, I don't recall that I ever gained weight. Uh, the the most weight I gained it was like eight kgs and I immediately go back and it's it's a very fast because I my metabolism yes it's very high so I did basketball I did handball uh, I did uh, um, a fitness dance uh, during school time that time I did this I I did also weightlifting Uh, I did kickboxing Uh, so yes I did uh, all kind of sports and, and but this is the interesting part. I know that you did all kinds of sports, but you never had a physique in mind that you you were after. I can't believe that. No, no. You never like said you never opened a women's magazine and said, "Oh, I don't know, Celine Dion looks so pretty." You know, <laughs> there's not a single time. No, I'm only obsessed with the talent and character and personality with okay. the person. But the body features, I might like it, but I don't follow. I follow only whatever suits me. What I whatever I feel, um, I should gain weight here. I should lose weight here. I should be more toned from here or from there, because this is what I like about myself. But so do you like judge yourself in front of the model? mirror or do you ask your friends hey you know what no i judge doing? myself no i judge myself okay. a lot yeah most of the time yeah and what what are areas that you want to work on you want to like go maybe my lower body because this is the 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 okay like gents they care more about their upper body their mm-hmm. biceps triceps and their uh, their like uh, stra- Sh- yes. their shoulders their shoulders ladies uh, they care more about their legs. The, the legs their glutes yes yeah mm, their waist yes is what's more important these days to you waist or or glutes in training and exercising yeah Everything. Would you would let me put it this way? Would you rather have a small if if your like trainer came to you today and said, okay. "Us, you can have a decision. Hmm. Either you get a smaller waist, hmm. and we work on this for the next six months, huh. or you get bigger glutes. What would you prefer? Smaller waist. Interesting, really? Yes, smaller waist. I th- I would imagine that most girls today would probably say bigger glutes. I feel like that's that's all I ever see. No. In magazines and everything. It's no longer trendy. I mean, some people it looks good on them, and some people it looks really sorry to say it vulgar. On really? Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, for me, I can imagine myself with the very big glutes. I would look like. Uh, uh, 50 years old <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. no <laughs> I don't like it doesn't suit me it's not my character it might be some other person character which I do uh, I, re- I respect like her character she needs to be looking like that way figure Nicki but, Minaj Cardi, Cardi B yeah um, what else There's a, what's the what's the there's, what's, what's the the the, the uh, 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 Grande Ariana Grande doesn't have she's she's slim she's skinny I think why, why are people why are people obsessed with her body I don't think they are are they I think they're obsessed with her face oh yeah with her face yeah, yeah. I, I'm not her fan I mean like you know yeah. <laughs> I just know these names from stuff <laughs> I've read in a magazine I, I've never listened to any of their music <laughs> 
But you had favorite uh, singers at least during the teenage time, like Backstreet Boys, like oh, J Lo. Oh, Backstreet Boys on mm. uh, January twenty-sixth. Uh, okay. Coming oh, nice. Um, no, for me, it wasn't Backstreet Boys. I liked. I, I was old. I was always an old man, mm. and um, I liked uh, ACDC. I liked um, Ozzy Osbourne. Um, I liked. Uh, Creedence Clearwater Revival, all these like very all, like is <laughs> metal or hard rock or what? <laughs> no, they're all like country rock. Okay, country rock. Ah, yeah. okay. Like, like stuff in the 60s, 70s. Ah, okay. They used to hear to listen to this kind of you music. Used to. It's been 30 years. I'm still listening to the same. Oh, oh my god. Okay. Yeah. No, I was like, I was more to pop music, like Backstreet Boys, like Britney Spears. Britney Spears. Hey. Yeah. Do you remember when Britney Spears shaved her head? Yes, yes. Yeah. Did you shave your head or you were like, no, 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 no. <laughs> And we have Shireen also, she did the same. What, what do you think happened to them? There must have been Lanny, there must have been something. I think if someone is, uh, uh, he, he is weak, he's not a, a strong person, or he was like, he's, uh, uh, how you call it, an independent person, who is self-made he will never think of this if he has an emotional breakdown or something that happened to that extent that he hurt himself that way maybe she was the kind of person that she she's like to take attention for 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 him for example or for mm. her family she wasn't that much independent that's why she tend to do this to hurt herself she's weak do you, do you think, think do you think that's the case or do you think it's from the bad side of hollywood you know what we talked about earlier hmm. do you not because i remember david chappelle hmm. the black comedian hmm. um he he turned down i think what was it 50 million dollars and ran away to south africa hmm. because he said i just can't like deal with it hmm. it's just too much I don't uh, know his story. Kanye, Kanye West, uh, recently in the news with for this Yeezy. Yeezy for all the crazy stuff he's been saying, you know, uh, going on and saying I love Hitler and crazy stuff like that. You're like, Whoa. he's the whole mood, this guy. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, the, the, he, there must have been something that happened. You know, I don't think this, you just walk down the the road and you just go, oh, you know. What? <laughs> You never know. I feel like some, like for example, uh, uh, Kanye West and these people. I think like somehow there is kind of politics in this thing happening. Mm, I think you're right. I think you're right. Do you think there's there might be a chance that they're doing it in order to get more more attention? Probably, but for Shireen. I feel like she's really someone who's too much sen sensitive and emotional and uh, maybe she's rejecting the fact that she's getting old and she's trying to do this like I, I call it teenagers uh, actions or, or childish acts. Mm. And at the same time, as I told you, she is not. She 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 might not be an independent person from the beginning. That's why that's why she's hurting herself because of a a, a, a toxic relationship. She cannot uh, come over it. She's weak. This is this is weakness. Interesting. Interesting. How how do you find on the subject of relationships? How do you find the dating scene here in the UAE? It's not like, uh, I can say it's more practical and material here. People are more practical and material. It's like easily you can make friends and easily you can lose, lose friends. Lose friends, really? Easily you can love and easily you can break out 
breakup the other day, which is really so bad to be happening. People are no longer authentic, are no longer uh, loyal. It's like, I don't know, the life has changed or has changed these people, especially here in UAE. This is what I'm facing, that everything is like that. You can easily make friends, you can easily lose them. So, and the other day they, they can move and on they and come ca- back to you or they just go run away they sometimes um, some, some yeah. people they come back the people who really know that you are, if you are if you were a giver or you're the good person definitely they will come back 100% they will they will come back but are they coming back because they want to use you because they are the giver you are the nice person exactly. they will never they find like you, you. Exactly. yes they will come to you because they want again and again they want this loyalty they, they want this kind of treatment but uh, this is not nice to be happening that there is no unconditional love any longer between people Interesting. there is no loyalty uh, they become more practical and materialistic which is not nice this is the, the, I've noticed this in the dating scene um, I don't know maybe this applies to the rest of the GCC um, some of the girls that say to me oh I want to get married and I go okay and they say I want to get married so I can have freedom and I go huh and they say oh because then I can go and travel then I can go and work then I can do this and I was like this is this is what this is what you imagine marriage is she goes yeah because my parents will not tell me what to do now okay okay if that's your thinking listen I want to live my own life I'm gonna leave and go that's why the divorce rate is getting higher and higher because of these things that has been put in their mind injected in their mind in the girl's mind since they were uh, child, you, you you are not allowed to travel alone you once you get married you do whatever you like you're not allowed to go on a trip with your friends once you get married you will do it uh, later on so they put injected in the the girl's mind that everything related to freedom is after marriage only and then when and they then get married they, they they are shocked yeah in divorce exactly exactly i know so many girls so many girls that that that, uh, that go i know girls who went oh i got married and i thought my expectations you know uh, uh i would be khalas i go travel he has to work where do you think this comes from and she goes oh no, this is not. This, uh, this is forget not fair. Is he's not going to look after you? Hmm. He's going to uh, and he's going to have fun with some of your friends or whatever, whatever. He's he's not thinking around. <laughs> you have to be crazy to think that. But yes. yeah, I, I find it. I find that such a common yani talking point again and again and again. I see it and I hear it. Yes, that's true. I don't know. And this is so sad. And what do, what are you finding from from your friend circle? Most of them married, or what's the situation like? Well, most of them who married early because of this thing, unfortunately, too much divorces really? happened. Yes, yes, I'm the luckiest person because I <laughs> divorced my kids or divorced with some of them divorced with kids. Yes, and this is really so sad. Um, just because of this stigma, the one I told you that they should get married early because the. Because and because and because freedom, because uh, okay, get married early and have kids early so that when you grow up, they are like you are in the same. There is no rules like age or or uh, certain time or certain. There is no rules for marriage, I do believe. 
this, this is, I think, where we're. I think there, this is where we're going to clash a little bit on, because I can tell you for certain, for certain, I would not date, or I maybe date, but I would definitely not marry a girl my age. Hmm. I would I would marry a girl younger than me. Why would I marry a girl my age? And many successful marriages happened when the lady is older than the man, and vice versa. It's, I don't know there's about no that. rules. There's really, really. I know people who are very successful, and the the, the lady is older than her husband. Is she making more the wife than is the husband? More, well, I don't know, but I'm just mm. telling the, you the conditions. Like, like really, there's no rules. Like, and some successful marriages happened. For example, I can tell you a story of my of my story, and this is a, a very big example. Dan is my mom, divorced. my my mom, and my dad are different nationalities. My dad was uh, he migrated to Egypt and he stays there for he stayed there for uh, for 45 years and he got married to my Egyptian mom and they were very successful after he passed away she didn't even think of um, marriage after after him and she she during his um, when he had uh, uh, a kidney is malfunction and he had to do dialysis she was following him and everywhere he's going for medical treatment and she never left him one day until he passed away on the other Spina side so this is very difficult yes and they are different nationalities and he came from Syria he he, he lived in Egypt he got her he got married her and we stay there and I'm Egyptian after my mother because I was born and raised there and to be treated like an Egyptian mm. national at school and at and university also a better passport to have <laughs> yes, yes that's true that's true so yeah I consider myself uh, very deep and authentic and more Egyptian than any other nationality because my father he is Syrian from Iraqi roots mm. so I consider myself more Egyptian because this is where I was raised and born and my mother and even my father he was 45 years in Egypt so do you have do you stay in contact with the family side from the dad uh, yes yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but like very, uncles, not, not, not uh, like a very strong uh, connection connection but yeah each now and then you have to but not a very strong connection to be honest I have to be honest hmm. um and I have the other story. My aunt, for example, she got married to her um, cousin. Same family, Howdy. same nationality, same everything. Howdy. And after two years, they got divorced and he left her, his daughter uh, since she was two years old. And she doesn't know anything about him until she's now 30 years. See the difference? That's why I'm telling you there is no rules in relationships. There is no... But it happens, many stories. Don't tell me that there are many more worse stories than this. Yes. No offense to your family, please. But if like my grandfather, like my, my, my grandfather uh, and, and my grandmother were both cousins. You know, and uh, if divorce happened, or she kida, or he was or he cheated, or she cheated, the whole family will be, يعني, hell will come down. Hmm. يعني, you'll have your cousins, your uncles, your father, your everyone will come to the Family is family. It's interesting, no? Yes, I, I, yes. I, 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 this is from, from at least from our side. Hmm. 
my God. God. <laughs> <laughs> That's if, if you get fired, they will come to the office of the company that you got fired. It will lish the waladi, khalti. You get all kinds of the whole family will show up to the office and say, please. Uh. <laughs> so yeah, this is. You've dealt with that in HR, or not yet. Yeah, many times. Really, the whole family? Yeah, not really the whole family. Maybe the the husband, the the brother. Yeah, yeah, the father depends. Yeah. And how but do you handle not, that situation? It's not nice. And it's not nice also when I call someone for interview and I find her coming with her father or her uh, her her husband. It's not nice. It's we are not in kindergarten anymore. You are you are now starting your career life. So why you you have to to come with your family member with you and sit with you and. It's also an in, in indication, like a, like a red flag for me as an HR, to be honest. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, I, I have I, some red flags. Yeah, when I even during the screening call that I do with the candidate before inviting him for an interview, this call can show to me many red flags. Well, give me some example. What are the biggest triggers for you? Um, I can't come to the meeting on Tuesday because I'm still working. No, people who, for example, have excuses and they don't apologize in advance. Yes. Sorry, I'm going to be late for the meeting because I'm stuck in traffic. I should have done better. Yes. Something like that. Would that be a red flag? Or would that be like, oh, okay, yani, he's at least paying attention. Yani if I have a meeting and I call you and I tell him, I know we said meeting at two. I'm very sorry. I'm stuck in traffic. I can't get through. Is that good or is that bad? Again? No, is this, this is good. This, this is, is amazing. Good. If he tells me like I'm stuck in the traffic or so and so and so, this is this is really good. And I, I take it as a, a green flag, not red flag. Okay, so that's but a big for, plus. Yes. For example, a, bi a very big red flag for me is when... Uh, the candidate starts talking bad about his uh, current employer, which was going to be the ex-employer mm -hmm. later on, if ever he's selected. Oh, he was not—he's he's not going to be selected because definitely he talked bad about his current employer, which I don't like it. I agree. Talking bad about the current employer and the HR is a very big red flag for me. Um, Showing late without apology, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> this is something that happens? Yeah. But that's amazing. Yes, yes. Uh, ma many things, many things. That's but amazing, that's amazing. Because in, in uh, like in the West, Annie, if you show up late to work even by ten minutes, three times—that's uh, a warning. Three warnings. You're fired. You're out. <laughs> Forget half an hour. Ten minutes comes to guy, and you can be you, you can put on on warning. Mm -hmm. And how how easy and how hard is it to fire here? How hard and how easy? Yeah. Both. It's easy to fire, and mm -hmm. it's very hard. Yeah. yeah, yeah emotionally it's very hard to fire someone really? because yeah you are you, you are firing someone you, you don't know who he's taking care of financially himself his family whatever it's a very hard decision to be taken but at the some at the same time it's very easy because you have law you are following it you have conditions that allows you to fire someone and you are following and he is eligible to be fired but Interesting to bring this up because my dad gave me two speeches on this. Okay. Um, because he, he fired like thousands of people. When, yes. Like shrinking companies and stuff. And he said once to me, you know, Hamid, it's like tasting blood. Once you tasted blood, halas. 
<laughs> I like the expression. <laughs> I feel like he's a vampire, not HR. <laughs> he's a like a shark. He, he just cut the shit. That's what we always used to say. He said the more he can, he can, he can shrink. But he has a he has a reason, or he has a a, a valid reason why he is shrinking the. Yeah, probably. Uh, yes, but if you're working with a good company, they will compensate these people like in any even leaving their visa valid for one year until they find another job. This was that. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm working with a good company. They are very decent person. I'm Rub not them. with these kind of devilish people. <laughs> uh, what was the other one? He said the other thing is you go through a checklist. He said, did you talk to uh, the family? Did you talk to him about it? And you check by check by check. And if he's gone through the checklist and you've you've asked him why you're being late, you asked him why is this, why is that, then خلاص, you didn't fire him, he fired himself. Mm. And, uh, you know, he'll find his feet somewhere and he'll be someone else's problem. So <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the attitude on it. But sometimes, for example, the management, they don't like to take to take this uh, liability and they put it on the HR. That's why people... Yes, think, yes, yes. But in the end, the HR is only following the rules and executing the rules so this that's why people think that hr is the 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 the, the, the devil yeah but it, but if they will really understand that hr is only executing the management rules mm. do you have have you had to go to court and stuff like that or not yet no 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 you haven't had employees who wanted to sue for wrongful termination because again i'm doing the I'm doing the right uh, for both. If you do do yes. the right thing, you can still get somebody who's, you know, uh, what's it called? Disgruntled employees, the, the term To be used. honest, to be honest with you, and I really I'm not like flattering myself, but since ever I joined, for example, my current employer, like four years, zero clay, uh, labor claims, zero. Mashallah. Because I'm, I'm really doing both favors, the company and the employee rights. Uh, and I'm, I'm applying the UAE labor law, which is the main thing that we all should follow. That's why you will never have any labor claims because you are following UAE labor law. Why the employee have to go to court and claim against the company? Because they are not following the law. They are they are taking from his rights. They are not giving him his rights or his salary or whatever kind of benefits are contracted. I, I, I have a really great story for you, again, it's from my dad. Um, he was telling me once, he had this really tough employee that we're trying to fire for years and years and years. And um, he had this beautiful Huacan po poet, mm. beautiful calligraphy. And after, when they would terminate him, he would go to the local municipality, Bilbelda, or Yiktab al-Sheikh, have this beautiful calligraphy and he would make these beautiful poems and okay. so they tried firing him I think three times and every time a local either government or a sheikh so would get involved this is so he wasn't going to end the who was just going to end the calligraphy and the poem. And I think one time we even I, I met him once and I talked to him. I said, "Lei, you have skill. Be an author. Do it." And he said, "Show off, Habibi Hamad. 
اي ام وهذا الشغل يدفعني بالجيبي وهذا الشغل يدفعني بالجيبي سو ذات واز ان بحرين رايت؟ لا ذس واز بالسعوديه اه اوكي ذي هاف اولسو ليبر لو ان سعودي اريبيا بت هير ان يو اي اي ريلي اولسو اي ونت تو تيك ذس اوبورتونيتي تو ريلي ثانك ذا ليدر شيب اند فور فور انفنتنج ذيس كايند اوف لوز ذات بروتكت ذا ذا رايتس اوف ذا امبلوي ايفن بيفور ذا كومباني Like every day, there is a new law that is protecting the employee right more than the company. All the laws now are for the benefit of the employee, wage protection system, and a very ex- intense supervision on the wage protection system. It's like literally, if two consecutive months as a, an employee didn't get the salary, one employee, only one, they can block the whole company. And many other uh, uh, laws, I, I can't recall anything now, but like every day there is new law, all again is the employees, like even the accessibility for the employee to go to the ministry and claim for any problem he's facing with the employer, it's it's very big time here. It's so interesting. That's why really we are living in an amazing country. I'm, I'm so grateful that I'm part of this thing happening here and I'm part of the HR mm. community were applying this kind of laws that are even the emeritization file or I'm taking care of the emeritization file it's it's really an amazing thing for me to be doing it so do you, do you have do you have the UAE Bahrain Tamkin Yeah, it's here emeritization. emeritization. In Saudi, Saudization. So did, yes. Yeah, no, no. Uh, Bahrainization is in Bahrain. Tamkin is where the government steps in and they help companies. Either they 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 contribute towards salary. Yes. Yeah. They call like it here nafis. Nah. They contribute with the employers to um, to uh, to uh, to attract more UAE nationals to be involved in the private sector mm-hmm. because let's say most of the UAE nationals they do prefer government. Mm-hmm. It's like more secure, more benefits, more easy more, uh, Yeah, but they are now um, like encouraging them to join the public sector, the private sector, by getting involved with this NAFIS program, so that they get more benefits. They contribute their salaries and like uh, pension after retirement and all of these things, so that they attract them more. Uh, and we're working on that I'm, 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 this is one of the things that I'm doing the amortization file and taking care of uh, hiring UAE nationals and allocate them in the proper departments and training them it's really so honored to me so do you have two separate HRs one for the Martin and one I'm for doing expats. all no, no, you're no. doing for both yeah, yeah I'm doing because in Bahrain a lot of times companies divide They have no. two se- separate HRs no 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 in, here is totally different mm. in UAE is uh like you have to take care of it but there is no like it's not like Saudi Arabia for example what I hear from in Saudi Arabia that are some uh, jobs are only for uh, Saudi nationals here is not like that which is also something very good I, something needs to be done. I don't know what, what because uh, because why I'm telling you this is unfair because like oh, okay they ended up the relationship. She take fifty percent of his wealth, so he, he this will not allow him to start a new life. He also has the right to start a new life as she has to start a new life as well. So it's unfair to get fifty percent of his wealth. Sure, I I don't I don't know which al al answer. these questions is right because in, in Islam law al-akhiyan 
the firstborn gets what 80% of the total value anyways from an mm-hmm. ubu. So, does it matter if it goes 50% first to the wife and then to the son? I don't know. I don't know what, what, what how to deal with these issues. I don't know what the right answer to these things are. And maybe there isn't one. Maybe we just have to do what the best possible. And في ناس يكذبون ويقولون لا هذا شيء مش على اسمي أنا اسم أبوي وهذا papers. So I don't know how كيف الحكومة أو الكورت can can deal with it i think being divorced should be very difficult i think it should not be something يعني تقول يلا اطلع من بيتي ثلاث مرات وخلاص this is زي ما كان بالزمان i don't think يعني uh, or or some people still practice it when they say divorce three times then you're divorced yeah. يعني this i think no way yes. this should not be possible yes. and i think it should take years it should you have to go to court And you have to go not to court مرة واحدة. لازم تقول عشرين مرات. We have to go five different judges. It should be as difficult as possible. Unless يعني في مشاكل يعني هو الجالي خد مخدرات أو سكران أو شيء attacks him or خلاسكينة يكس نفسها. Then it's a different case. But just to say, hey, you know what? I don't find you attractive anymore. Or, hey, you know what? <laughs> I, I like guys now. <laughs> This is a very strong uh, reason why he wasn't the divorce to happen. Like, I like guys more. I can't imagine that. Oh, I know. I know. I know what happened to to to. I know. I know one girl. It it يعني, almost broke her. يعني قلبها ومنتلي. Her boyfriend for five years, جالسين بالبيت مع بعض, sleeping same apartment same everything. He just turns over to her and says, "I'm gay," and he يعني يضحك قال لا, I don't want to be with you. I don't find you attractive, and it's because I've been with you that I know now that I'm gay. And he just packed his stuff and and طلع. This is really funny. <laughs> well, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she literally turned the guy gay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! What kind of woman she is? What did she do to him? <laughs> that he I don't discovered know. because of her that he is gay. Oh, yeah, okay. I met him once. Okay. Yeah. She, she, so was it because of her he turned to gay because of her in particular? She's, that's what he said. I spoke to him about it. I said like, are you, because of her you turned gay. And he said, yeah, you know, after being with her, I realized that I was gay. She she turned me gay. <laughs> She's very powerful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was like, wow, <laughs> what things have been. <laughs> oh. Skina. So much. So on that powerful message of being such a great girlfriend. But listen, Be as powerful as this lady. Turn your boyfriend to a gay so that he doesn't, yeah. So he doesn't stick around with other girls, yeah. But do you not do you not do you not find do you not find women are are teaching their daughters to be so women and sorry their mothers and their fathers are teaching their daughters to be so independent that it damages the relationship. It doesn't damage the relationship. Being independent will not harm the relationship. It will add value to the relationship. And it will be... That's HR speaking. Wallah. <laughs> no, really. Straight out of HR. Really, really. Because you cannot, like, for both, like, 
for the man and for the woman. You cannot live with, with someone who's so much dependent. Like, for example, you, you are at work and you're leaving a lady at, at home. She needs to be responsible. She needs to learn how to be independent while you are doing your job. You're traveling with your job. You're so it's it's not like that. They are teaching them how to be independent, to tolerate and to understand the divorce and not to suffer after the divorce, but not to be in a situation where it harms the relationship or destroys the relationship or I'm the boss, I'm the boss. No, it's not like that. This is not life. This is, this is, my, I mean, this is me personally. I, if for, for my long-term girlfriend or, or wife, I would, no way. You're not working. I see. This is not happening. This is how, how I am. And uh, this is how, how yeah, the, my family bad is. You don't earn money. <laughs> this is this is how we any I see it, and this is how we any our our side of the, our culture in the sees it. I I would like this is yani they this is the same as as if a woman would pay for me bil matam I would be yani I would I would be so embarrassed I could this is no way. Now, this is totally different. I her working and. Uh, uh, doing something she's passionate about for example if she's passionate about something and she wants to work to take it as uh, her career so why not and at the same time you will like avoid you will lessen the drama in your life when your when your wife is working but not to the extent that like because really some some gentlemen's not like <laughs> to say <laughs> currently they uh, they force her to work to contribute in the this is what's happening nowadays and it's not nice no, I agree. He let you, her work at least to like have her own expenses, maybe do like no way. Yeah, lessen the drama as I told you at home. La way, La no way. jealousy. Whom you are talking to? Where, where did you go? Like she will have her life as well. No way. Yeah. I mean, I I I've, I've I've dated Westerners and I've been with Western lifestyle and I shift the West lives. Yani, a couple who earn an average of 50k hire a nanny for 40k uh, to take care and raise their child yani, what's the point of that why really, yes. earn 10,000 yes. a, a year and what was the point of that exactly yeah. yani, just for just her, she wants to just, to, be... just to not have to spend time with the child why, why okay <laughs> so why from the beginning why from the yeah. whole from the whole beginning why did this happen but there are watches say kid the west the west yani the kids don't learn from the family or min min um they don't even have usually grandparents because either they waited too long in their life or uh, they live in a big city and the grandparents live in medina or city sagir so you have no extended family oh even worse in a lot of cases in the west is single moms and this is also not good mm. because I, I think a child needs to have a father yes, figure. Yes, it became more common here also in uh, in the Middle East, the uh, single moms and the single mother. So this is not right. And okay, this is what can you do? This uh, you just divorce, and I just don't like you, and and we leave the kids. This is khata. 
but th- again, these are things, but this is the problem, right? Nobody wants to take on responsibility or personal responsibility anyone. Yes. Then don't have kids. <laughs> and the kids will suffer in the end. They yes. are the only the, the kids that will suffer. That's why whenever I think of like they they ask me like marriage, marriage, marriage. That's why you have to choose your partner very wisely because you cannot bring you cannot just marry and bring kids because I want kids or I love children, I want people to, to be my support me when I grow older. If if the core or the main the, your spouse is not the right person, you will you will suffer. You, you will really suffer. Like you are taking care of yourself and other three people. No, I'll, I prefer to take care of myself only, not other three people. If there is no someone to support me, all one hand to 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 make this family strong or successful family, and not to 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 destroy the mental the mentality of the children or their emotions or. Well, Hadabad is another interesting question because, you know, prior to our generation, uh, mothers did not raise their ch- raise their sons. It was fathers that raised their sons. And I couldn't sit seven years old and say, okay, I worked in the mazah, I worked with my This is how it was. You know, and it's only in the recent last two generations where the dad works and the mom raises the two kids. This is before it was and, and it wasn't Saudi like this until uh, the last 10 years uh, where, where it was divided by shughal, uh, where it was divided by madrasa, where it was divided by bed. And I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know if that was good, if that was bad, if I, I don't know. No, it should not be divided. Yeah, for example, even the the girls, they attract few characters, characteristics, and features from their father. For example, I was too much attached to my father. I was always following him in everything he goes to, and I see him how he talks to to the clients because he was a business owner that time. Uh, how he go he he speaks with the clients with the other competitors uh, how he uh, deal with people and i learn i learned too much from him i learned how to be independent and to be a self-made person from him so i was i so i believe this is the kind of and I, at the same time i learned from my mother the things that like how to be a, a, a leader at home because my mom also was working as a supervisor at that time in um, in the ministry of education Meskina, that's a lot of responsibility yes Meskina. yes so um yeah i've learned from both so division is not a a good thing to to happen like i don't know I don't know because because it, it, it it's worked for over fi- two thousand years of human history. <laughs> this is how it was. Yes. Only the last uh, two hundred years. Me mm-hmm. at Senek, mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't know what the effects are, but the, what we what we're seeing right now is is guys who are who are very weak. You're seeing that a lot. You're seeing guys who who mandom. I don't want to say what my dad would used to say, but uh, you, you're seeing people who just. They cardboard, yeah, you push them and they fall over. Mm. And I find it in work, I find it in everywhere. Yeah, and if you hear Jeeb, but still go to one we go. Yeah, they like almost he's going to cry. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. It's 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 strange. Strange. Mm. 
And I see a lot of girls now who are who are almost to the point where they're hyper fixated about being independent, and where they where they're yeah, and he's so scared of making a wrong decision that they don't make a decision. So what happens is that years go by and there's less and less and interested. Yes. Yes that's, true. yes, that's true. I agree. And and so you're stuck in this difficult place. Yes. And I think what happened is social media dating. Dating apps, you mean? Too many options. And if forget about if we look at dating the same way as you'd look at buying a house, imagine if if I would show you. خمسة آلاف buildings أنا أقول يلا أختار لك واحدة. I don't I I I don't see that these dating apps are beneficial. I don't like them. I don't agree with the, with, with anything like that. I don't like that. I like things to happen like this by fate. You you will meet him in. In a restaurant, in a meeting. Like yes, I like things to happen like that. Because yeah. All the things that that the best things happens by accident. Yeah. I'm I think that. Best. In your own friend circle, I can tell you from my friend circle. I think 60% of my friends found their girlfriend or spouse online. Mm. Online. Okay. I, it's very strange. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. And uh, I don't know. Well, I think we, we, as I said before, dating, what I found in Bahrain is very strange. With who who say, I want to get married, Aisha and Hayati, and all I think this is this is I don't know if this is going to get worse or better or what but I keep hearing the same قصة كل كل مرة في 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 ناس لسه بالمفهوم ده لحد دلوقتي زي ما قلت لك لانه بتكون الاهل زرعوا فيها من وهي صغيره النقطه دي مفيش رحلات لا لما تبي تتجوزي اعملي اللي انت عايزاه مفيش سفر تتجوزي اعملي اللي انت عايزاه فبيبقى عندهم مفهوم انه الجواز هو اللي هيخليني اسافر واتفسح و وانبسط وعيش حياتي وبعدين بيلاقوا في الاخر ايه ده ده مفيش فرصه ده في مسؤوليه ده مفيش عيش حياتي في ان انا قاعده في في كوميتمنت في ريسبونسبيلتي في تشيلدرن مفيش الكلام ده ففي صدمه بتحصل المشاكل. You will not believe the cognitive dissonance that some of the conversations I have on this. Some of them say, you know, يعني انا I'm looking for a guy blah blah blah. والله if we would date I want يعني تغيرك تصير good Muslim. This is number one. What do you mean by good Muslim? Okay, and I قالت حتى متزوج اي وود ستيل زي كذا وما دنيا نو خلاص والله والله انا يعني تو بي اونست ممكن كمان يعني ناس كتير ما توافقش ما توافقنيش في الكلام او تنتقدني في الكلام ده بس انا يعني ات دازنت امبريس مي انه يقول لي ده شخص كويس لانه بيصلي الخمس صلوات 
أو لأنه مش بيدخن أو لأنه مش بيشرب That doesn't impress me إنه ده the perfect right person that I should get married to No Because the worst people I've found are the people who are بيصلوا الخمس صلوات بيعملوا حاجات مش حلوة ومفتريين أو مش مفتريين كلمتي إيش هي ممكن يكون مش عادلين مش عادلين ظالمين بياخدوا حقوقهم واغلبهم كانوا ناس كده وفي ناس من ديانات ثانيه مختلفه غير ديانتي وممكن يكون مش بيصلي مش ملتزم في صلاته ممكن يكون بيدخن ممكن يكون بيشرب اتش بس انسان فعلا لويال وتأتمن عليه وعنده مبدا وعنده فيجن بس دي اند صلاته دي لربنا مش انت مش هتحكم عليه مين مين في ناس كتيره تقول لك لا انت انت كده بتقولي يعني الناس ما تصليش لا انا ما قلتش كده انا بقول لك ان انا ده doesn't impress me انه ده شخص كويس انه بيصلي الخمس صلوات هذا وش puts a warning light my red flag بالمخي is when somebody says oh هو مش مسلم كويس يقول يمينك انت يمينك انت تقول هذا الرجال او هذا الحومه not good مسلم عيد مين؟ انت مش يعني انت جالس هنا زي زيك الامام وحتى الامام زي كذا. So this is for me immediate red flag يعني this is يعني I don't want to do business with you I don't want to know you يعني no way yeah this is because that means you're very judgmental. Yes and I cannot tolerate judgmental Which is funny because one of the questions I've been asked on stage on the final show of Miss Influencer, what if you have only one wish, what would it be and why? And immediately my answer was, people stop being judgmental immediately without even thinking because I cannot tolerate judgmental people. I cannot deal with them, like friendship, like marriage, like any kind of relationship. Judgmental people, the end of. Everything, end of our relationship, end of our friendship, end of our business, anything. No, I agree with you. I agree with you. I, 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 I am totally 100% behind you. I think these people who, who, who feel yani, they have hakma over you, like they have, they, they can judge you for something. I used to be upset and take it too much deep and pain for, like why they judged like that. But then, after quite some times and after too many shocks <laughs> mm. that happened, and after my personality has grown too much, I did understand that people judge themselves because this is their projection. So they say about you what they feel about themselves because they don't know you, they don't know your story. They judge based on their traumas. Mm. Mm. So I feel pity for them. I sympathize with these people because I say, Haram, they feel like they are not good enough, they are not right enough, they are not. It's just a reflection, Yanni. They're pitying on themselves, but in reality, they. Yes, this is what they. they what's their unconscious about themselves is there. Mm-hmm. So they judge the other person but what they lack what they have problems it's but it's it's it, i don't know if it's mac it's best but it's it's harder and harder to find any good people in in my own i'm not saying i'm saying who take time to 
meaning like go to a charity يعني go واستخدم وقتك انت وتساعد you know what i mean i feel like there's so many back in the like if you look at like stuff that was happening in the 50s and 60s you know the John Wayne Casey club which means that anyone whose name was uh, uh, Casey they'd had a group and they would go and do activities by mouth like street like cleaning the streets Oh, um, helping homeless. Oh, there was community. And this is, I don't know where what happened. Most people don't even know their neighbors. You know what I mean? I find it so strange. But this is really so nice, this example you give. I've never heard about this happening. This is really so nice. It's gone. It's all gone. It's, they honestly in America, you you they had clubs with your first name, and you would go and show up to the club on the weekends, and and they would do things, mm. and it was it was the whole idea is that you you were doing something for the community, mm. yeah, and it would be it cleaning up a park or planting trees or whatever. Yes. But halas, and I am strange. Anyways, before we close, anything else you want to bring up? Any positive messages? Anything you want to promote? Uh, how can people find you? How can people can find me? Well, yes. people can find me through my Instagram page. This is the only portal I'm currently using, which is the Instagram. They can follow me. As I told you, I'm always keen to share positive things, motivational things for people. And my only message is... Um, I'd like anyone who has any talent or who has a passion to follow his passion and follow his talent and invest in it uh, because anyone who follow his passion or do the thing he likes, he will never fail, mm-hmm. uh, he will never get bored. Uh, this is That would be my, my best advice or message to to the people don't get bored is that any yani, a big conflict for you yani, it's, <laughs> it's goom <laughs> this is a big yani. <laughs> but like, if you're bored in haya then you're doing something khata mm. yes I think so, I think so. or you're I, not I, doing anything at all you don't you're, you're idle you're idle how do you but your own friend circle how many people don't do things and they're scared khaifoon ما بروح هنا محل ما Many people they like to be in the comfort zone. غريب صح؟ Yes. They It's not in every in everything. Even me as HR, I found too many employees they like to be in the comfort zone. Like okay, I'm with this company for this number of years. I'm getting this salary. He's not even thinking out of the box or of a new challenge or an extra income or anything else. And he will never, and then he will look at the people who are succeeding and he, for example, envy them for how you do this, why I'm not doing this, because you don't want to do this, because you like the comfort zone, you will never succeed. Success is not related or not synonymous to, to, to comfort. It's not a comfortable procedure at all. A growth is always difficult. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. I agree with you 100%. So, getting out of your comfort zone is one of the main factors of success. Is that the HR advice for, for this evening? Get out of the comfort zone. <laughs> HR and influencers at <laughs> the same time. <laughs> <laughs> the HR and the misinfluencers advice that get out of your comfort zone. You know, maybe you maybe should do that as as um, as a new Instagram handle. Yeah. 
like do like a do like a video series no about hr advices hr advices that's not a bad idea oh okay and and concentrate like really focus and give them any core Uh, advice على الـ على على والله نفسي نفسي ادي الاماراتيين ادفايسز لانه هم بيعانوا من 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 قله الوظائف عندهم ان امبلويمنت ريت لا باس به يعني وبيشتكوا من عدم توفر الوظائف وتجروحوا على القطاع الخاص ما فيش وظائف وانا كاتش ار بشوف حاجات طب ما انتوا عشان كده مش بتلاقوا وظائف يعني وان اوف ذا اكزامبلز يعني ربنا قال حتى يعني ربنا بيوزع الرزق بدري الناس تصحى بدري وتشتغل وبالليل تنام هو ربنا قسم يومنا كده انا مرات حتى وانا وانا بدريت فلاكس بقى بس الخاص بالامرتيزيشن بافضل اكلم الكانديديت فور سكريننج كول مره واثنين وثلاثه ما بيردش احنا مثلا بنخلص شغل الساعه 4 يرد عليا بقى الساعه كام 4 يكون لسه صاحي من النوم طب لما انت بتصحى من الساعه من النوم الساعه 4 5 انت ازاي هتحصل رزقك طب ما هو رزقك راح للي صحى بدري واخده انا خلاص لابليها اكلمك خلاص في وي هارد سامون لانه رد عليا بدري عشان قابلته بدري واخترته بدري فخلاص يعني يمكن ده سبب بسيط بس اتس مين ريزن اند ا فيري بيج ريزن واي يو ار having unemployment or you're suffering even to be hired in the private sector the one which is least favorable for you to work with the private sector because you wake up really late i call him hello i just okay okay i'm no i'm searching for a job it's not it's a very big risk Red flag. خلاص ما يصير لازم تعيش مع الناس ما تقدر تقوم ساعة ساعة استغفر الله. If I wake up at 10 o'clock, I feel ashamed. يعني normally for me ساعة خمسة. Yeah, and he start asking questions about before even before relative even before the salary, how many working hours and what's the weekly off before even the JD for that role or what am I going to work? How many hours am I going to work? What's the days off? But then, okay, it's your right to ask for, but there is other things that you ha- can measure is this job is good for me or not. But if your first questions are, I don't, how many, how quickly can I get off the job? Then maybe find a job, they might go to get something that you're passionate about. Yes, do freelance do and do it in your spare time, like two, three hours a day, and then you are off for three other four or five days until you find. Learn how to do photography, videography. Learn how to do any kind of skill that you're remotely interested Cooking in. Cooking and open Cooking, your, your food truck. Now it's more. Absolutely. Do anything that, that makes you happy and then get on with it. And inshallah, you're going to go from, from, from HR to total influencer. And you'll have now, inshallah, a page called Emirati uh, uh, HR. Emirati HR, yes. Or maybe Dubai HR. That could I I, I would bet that name is taken. Can okay. you can you check if that name is taken? Uh-huh. And then just do like Arabic content, um, with with some advice on getting a job, getting promotions. Yes. Uh, what should I say if I have troubles with my boss? Yes. And at the what same sh- time, I uh, advices for the companies how to retain employees and how Bizarre. to to pamper their employees. Bizarre. I think if you do content like that, just like very focused. Wallahi, if you come back on the show in six months to a year, uh, you will tell me, Hamad, I have 10 million followers. Wallahi, wallahi. Is there taken? What do they do? What I'm telling? What I'm saying? 
Dubai HR? Or is it actually Dubai, the government? <laughs> Right. Yeah, maybe we can get it off them. Okay. <laughs> or Abu Dhabi HR since I'm from Abu Dhabi. Yeah, or Abu, Abu Dhabi. Why not? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Before we close it out, anything else you'd like to say? Anything Thank else you, you want so to bring much. up? Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Hamad. Yeah, Makasalti. I hope you enjoyed it. Well, I enjoyed so much. It was so much fun. Yeah. Really, yeah. it was so much fun. I thought it's gonna be emotional, but it, uh, yeah. it's it's so much fun. Really, really. Thank you so much, Hamid, for having me on this. Well, I'm video. trying to. Okay, if I would have you ro- crying, leaving, <laughs> <laughs> you'd be zalali. You'd call me the next day. You go, Allah, Rahma, Wahdu, Wahdu. But what I want is that you leave with a smile. Yes, always, exactly. always smile. Always keep the positive energy. Always share the positive things only. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yes. And we can we can talk about some gay clubs after you leave. So, <laughs> where to go? Hi, BT, it's been a pleasure. 